Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word, and that helps keep us focused on our relationship with God. It helps keep us focused on our spiritual life, and it also helps prepare us to be able to deal with life every day, all that it throws at us, with a more positive spiritual perspective. And faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So it's crucial for the development and growth and strength of our faith to be in God's Word as much as we can be. Encourage other people in your life by sharing these studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can, help them grow in their faith and help them get to heaven by sharing these studies with them. Make that commitment, start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, and we're looking in this broad series of studies that we've entitled Heart Troubles, Problems of the Heart from a Spiritual Perspective. And so we've looked at a whole bunch of those. One thing that we've really emphasized is how we conduct ourselves, how we speak, how we act, things we get involved in, their products, those are products of our heart condition, how we have personally conditioned our heart. Now, a whole lot of people today in our culture, in our country right now, they, they play the victimization card. You know, <clears throat> nothing they do is their fault. It's all because of something, something factoring into their behavior. And so they blame it on all kinds of things. You know, somebody did this to me. Somebody made me like this. You know, society has, has dictated how, how I have to live, what I am, what I have to. It, it, all a bunch of baloney, basically. How a person acts, their lifestyle, that's a product of how they personally have conditioned their heart. Their lifestyle, their life is a product of their heart condition, and they condition their heart themselves. Well, that's not saying there are not some influences of other people who may even be evil people upon their lives, but they make their own choices. They make their own choices as to whether to go along or not. We're talking about, in this particular section, weak faith weak faith. How many times, maybe this would be applicable to you. Have you ever kind of looked in the mirror, the spiritual mirror of your life and, and, and thought, I wish I had stronger faith. You may even have heard somebody ask you, how do I get strong faith? Well, we've talked about where faith comes from. Faith comes from getting into God's Word, Romans 10 and verse 17. Reading it, studying it consistently, coming to understand what it teaches, believing what it teaches, and making the proper applications to our personal life. That's how faith develops within us. And then the Bible, God's Word, is the faith, the basis upon which my personal faith develops. I study God's Word. Again, Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. The faith is the Word of God. My faith is the development of my belief based upon what I've come to understand from the faith, God's Word. And then faithfulness is my faith put into action. 
through obedience, service, dedication, commitment on a consistent basis. We've talked about how important faith is to our lives. In fact, it is important almost beyond description. Without faith, we have no hope. Again, what, what does Hebrews verse, uh, chapter 11 and verse 6 say? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Jesus said in John 8 and verse 24, I said, therefore, that you shall die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So faith is absolutely crucial to our eternal life. But it's also crucial to our living the most fulfilling life while still here upon this earth. People who are not living a life of faith and faithfulness, they're groping around through the dark. They might put on a good show from time to time or maybe even on an extended basis, but they're not getting to heaven. They're living a worldly life and with no ultimate fulfillment. Well, let's talk about now the dangers of weak faith. With faith being so important, we need to remain focused on developing strong and abiding faith. But what if our faith is weak? What are the potential dangers of living with weak faith? God's Word is filled with examples of people who stumbled, in some cases, to destruction because of weak faith. When Peter was walking on the water in the midst of the storm, as long as he kept his focus on Christ, his Savior, Jesus was also walking in the water. Now remember, Peter cried from the boat or yelled out from the boat, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come to you. And Jesus said, come. Peter stepped out of the boat onto the surface of the water, and as long as he was focused on his Lord, he walked across that water toward his Lord. But when he became distracted by the storm, he sank down into the water. Now, what was Jesus' reaction? And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith! Why did you doubt? Matthew 14 and verse 31. On three other occasions, we find Jesus using the same rebuke. Oh, you of little faith. Once was pertaining to the necessities of life. Matthew 6 and verse 30. Once was in relation to impending danger. Matthew 8 and verse 26. And once was in response to a failure to understand the point of his teaching, Matthew 16 and verse 8. As long as we keep our focus on the Lord, he will see us through whatever, he will see us through whatever this life or the devil might throw at us. And the devil will use situations in this life to try to chip away at our faith and faithfulness. He'll try to weaken us in our dedication to God and to Christ. But as long as we keep our focus on the Lord, he will see us through 
whatever the devil or this life throws at us. But if we become distracted by the challenges and storms of life around us, or by the temptations of our enemy, the devil, and he is our enemy, 1 Peter 5 and verse 8, to the point that our faith weakens significantly, then we can quickly find ourselves sinking into the depths of despair and sin and the storms of this life. Now, of course, the most fundamental danger of weak faith is the eternal destruction of our soul. Again, faith is essential to our salvation. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, we'll die in our sins. Faith is essential to our salvation, to our sanctification, to our strength to be able to successfully face all of life's challenges. And ultimately, it is essential, it is basic, foundational to our eternal victory. Without giving it diligent attention, our faith will stagnate. Now, get that. Let me repeat that. If we do not give our faith diligent, consistent attention, it will stagnate or weaken at best and die out altogether at worst. We cannot allow that to happen without placing our soul in peril. The Hebrews writer went into some depth instructing his readers that they needed to get beyond the baby faith stage, the baby faith stage. A whole lot of people are there. They're just, they've just got baby faith. They need, we need to get past that in our, in our spiritual development in which we initially begin our walk of faith. We need to get past that, and we need to grow up spiritually. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 12 through Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 2 tells us that. In fact, the Hebrews writer rebukes those because they're, they're still, he says, you're, you're still eating like baby food. You're in a baby faith stage, and you should, you've been Christians long enough that you should have been getting into the meat of the word. You have, should have been maturing more spiritually. Again, Hebrews 5, 12 through chapter 6 and verse 2. Paul wrote along the same line in his letter to the Ephesians, exhorting them to no longer be children spiritually, tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine, but to grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Ephesians 4, verses 13 through 16. But in the event we find ourselves with weak faith, and we need to be honest about that, then what do we do? And a whole lot of people are in that spiritual state right now. They're in weak faith. How can we overcome weak faith? How can we develop and maintain strong faith? Well, let me share with you several steps that I believe are fundamental and pivotal to our overcoming weak faith, growing stronger in our faith, and maintaining strong faith. Step number one should be obvious. We've emphasized it already. Get into God's Word. 
consistently, continually, study God's word diligently. There is no shortcut to developing strong faith. It's not like buying a microwavable dinner and stick it into the microwave for three or four minutes and then have it pop, and then it's out and we've got a meal before us. No, that's not how faith develops. In order to have strong faith, it is imperative that a person gets into God's Word. We keep emphasizing it over and over and over again every single day in, in these daily Bible studies. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. As noted earlier, the Apostle Paul admonished, be diligent, or another translation says, study to present yourself approved to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. Now notice Paul's emphasis on being diligent. Also notice the basis that he lays out for a worker standing approved and not needing to be ashamed before God. And that basis is he's able to handle God's word correctly. In other words, he understands it, and he makes the proper applications to his life based upon what he has learned in God's Word. As already has been emphasized, perhaps the most basic reason for our need to study is the fact that our personal faith, and therefore salvation, is rooted in God's Word, Romans 10 and verse 17. And again, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, God's word, for it is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes. Romans 1 and verse 16. We'll dig a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to grow in our faith and help us to be strong and stay strong in our faith and to be examples to everybody around us of strong and abiding faith. We pray, Father, please. And please forgive us, we pray, gracious Father. In Jesus' name, amen.